welcome to the Proper Mental Podcast. Normalising open and honest conversations about mental health by having open and honest conversations about mental health. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Proper Mental Podcast. And it's the Christmas special. And I really wanted to mark the Christmas period with an episode in some way. Christmas can be such a, a challenging time for people. It's such a funny time of year. And I think if you're going through something or if you've just been through something or maybe been through something in the past, it's a time that's just focused on reflection. It's, yeah, it's just a weird time, isn't it? you know, for all manner of reasons. And it's a very hard time to be a bit sad, you know, particularly when we're surrounded by the lights and the festivities and all kind of like forced fun situations. It's it's hard. And yeah, I wanted to do something to maybe support the people that listen to this podcast who might not be having a great Christmas. But I wanted to pitch it just right because I also didn't want to have people who like Christmas listen to this and kind of like, you know, bring them down, <laughs> you know, I wanted to try and try and do something that maybe if people are feeling a bit low and having a bit of a bad patch, maybe they'll listen to this and it'll just give them a bit of a lift for five minutes. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you know that sometimes when things aren't so good, sometimes just just five minutes is is enough, right, to get through another day. And then also something that people who people who like Christmas, people who are good this time of year can kind of listen to and go, yeah, man, like this is cool. And it'll sort of buzz them up a little bit as well. Christmas to me is, you know, the, the essence of it, the good bits of it is all about the community and the coming together. So what I did was I hopped on my Instagram and I just sent a message to a whole bunch of people. I didn't think too much about it. I didn't have a plan. I just, whoever was online, at the time, whoever's um, posts were popping up in my in my feed when I went on, and I just sent them a message and I asked them to send me a voice note, the sort of thing that they would maybe like to hear if they were struggling at Christmas. A little pick-me-up, some advice, an anecdote, a poem, whatever. And I just reached out to a whole bunch of people and loads of them came back to me. And they were really, really supportive and they all sent me these voice, voice notes and what I've done is I've just put them back to back to back in an episode. And there's all sorts of different people involved. Some of them I know. Some of them I don't. I've never met. Some of them probably never knew I even existed till I slid into their DMs. Some of them you'll have heard of. And some of them you might not have heard of. But the one thing they've all got in common is that when it comes to mental health and mental illness, they've all got some skin in the game. You know, they're people who speak, people who write podcasters, activists, campaigners. They're all people who have been through something or contribute in some way. And they're all people that I really, really respect and admire and whose content I really get something from. And yeah, I'm just so chuffed with the response. And I'd like to thank everyone involved from the bottom of my heart because I did have such a lovely response. And you know, it's Christmas time. It's a heavy time of the year. Even if it wasn't Christmas, there's a lot going on, right? And um, for people to take a little, you know, a little bit of time to do this for me when we've all got so much going on, I just thought it was wonderful. So I would like to thank 
absolutely everyone involved for being involved. I haven't named them. I haven't labelled the clips. I have put who's involved in the episode notes, but that's it. And that's because I didn't want it to be about profile. You know, I didn't want it to be about followers. I wanted it to be about the words and the message. But you might well hear some voices you recognise, and maybe you won't. And I think if you are struggling at Christmas, then something quite cool to think about is that basically I reached out on social media to a bunch of strangers and asked them to say something nice, something kind, that could be listened to by another bunch of strangers. And they did it with no questions asked. And that, to me, is the true meaning of Christmas. That's just lovely. I also want to mention before I go that there are a lot of services open this time of year and if you go to the hub of hope either the website hubofhope.co.uk or you can download the app via the app store or wherever you get your apps from you can put your postcode in you don't have to register you don't have to pay you don't have to sign up anything you can put your postcode into the hub of hope and it will bring up all the services in your local area Um, you'd be amazed at what's out there it is so they've got everything everything in there you could possibly need. The Samaritans are working over Christmas. Your A&E department will be open over Christmas. There are all sorts of places that are working around the clock at this time of year. So please don't think that there's no support out there. Please don't think that there's no help. Please don't think that you're alone because you're not. And you're about to hear a really wide, diverse selection of people that are going to back that up. So I'm not just saying it. And I really mean it. And hopefully when you when you listen to this episode, you'll feel it too. I'd like to wish you a very happy Christmas or at least the type of Christmas that you deserve and the type of Christmas that you need to have, even if it's not a happy one. I'd like to wish you all the best for the new year. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. I know that this can be a really difficult time for many people. So really go easy on yourself um, during this this period. Uh, it's very easy to compare yourself to what everyone else is doing at Christmas, uh, particularly on social media. But um, as we know, what we see on social media is... It's not the full story. Um... So, yeah, try not to judge yourself compared to other people. Try and be kind to yourself um, as we as we kind of go through Christmas. And particularly as we head into the next year, you know, again, it's people can really beat themselves up thinking about all the things that they didn't do this year or that went wrong this year and worrying about next year. And uh, I've done that many, many times. Um, so again, please just try and just try and be nice to yourself, um, particularly for the next sort of week, two weeks. Um, 
I, I, I'm going to try and do it. I'm not, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to fall down at some points, but I'm going to try and be super kind to myself. Um, and I hope that maybe you will be too as well. Eddie Temple Morris here from Virgin Radio and, uh, and other stuff. And how apt that as I sit and talk to you, I'm watching my girlfriend put up the Christmas tree and my mind is being flooded with memories of what an absolute nightmare Christmas has been <laughs> for many, many years. Um, I basically had uh, my, so my Christmas story really revolves around the fact that uh, my father was an, an abusive alcoholic, especially towards me. And um, Christmas time was, you know, a time where, you know, you, you can hear baubles bouncing Sorry. in the background. <laughs> it, it makes it, it makes it extra special. Uh, you know, after he'd had a few, he would always get extra uh, judgmental and extra aggressive and, um, you know, all of the, the old, oh, you know, Edward, you're an idiot, you're, uh, you're ignorant because you don't uh, engage with the news, you don't read enough books, you don't uh, engage with politics, so you're an idiot, uh, you're a terrible father because you communicate with your son and all of these things that I had uh, my, my entire adult life. So, yeah, Christmas was, uh, was a pretty horrible and abusive time and uh, the way that I, well, when it got really, really bad, when I got really... Uh, when I went through my kind of suicidal phase. The way that I got through that particular Christmas, there was one particular really bad Christmas where my dad just absolutely laid into me and said, you know, your job should be a hobby and you're a nothing and you're a nobody and you're a failure and a disappointment and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I, I got through it actually by running. I'm not a natural runner. Um, my It hurts my knee, but I... I I did a gentle kind of jog. Uh, 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 my my parents lived in uh, in Wales, just over the border and very near a in a country scenario. And I it was very easy for me to get out and just kind of climb a hill and run along the top of this ridge. And uh, it was very inspiring. And of course, exercise gives you uh, a chemical boost of endorphins and dopamine and all kinds of good things. And I, and I got through that particular Christmas lunch just on the sort of high of, uh, of those dopamine chemicals. And I, and I chose not to drink actually that year because obviously alcohol is a depressive. And if you're really, really struggling, then alcohol is never going to help you. You know, but a, glass, a glass and a half of Prosecco will make anyone smile. But beyond that, it's, it's going to be a bad thing. Um, so yeah, exercise is a really good... Uh, coping mechanism. Um, also, some other things th that I would uh, that I would advise uh, is treat yourself, be kind to yourself. I always, every year, buy myself a Christmas present. In and in skint years, it's been something really small. And in years where I've uh, done better, it's been you know I, I can splash out and maybe buy myself a little holiday or something. But you know, uh, horses for courses. Um, treat yourself. Give yourself something nice, you know, from a, from a pair of socks to a whatever, to a car, whatever you can afford. Um, and also, you know, it is the time of giving. And if you and, and giving does definitely makes you feel good. Giving is, a, is, I heard somebody say that is a selfish thing insofar as it makes you feel incredibly good. It rebounds. And 
if you feel as though you don't have anyone to give to or that you want to give to, um, I'll tell you the story of uh, Peter. This is a habit that I do every year now. Um, so Peter was this is this uh, lovely homeless guy that I would talk to on my way into work um, in a, a, a years of quite a few years ago I don't see him anymore because I don't go that way to work but I always used to talk to him and you know ask him how he was and you know give him any change that I had and stuff and and then that year I just thought oh you know wouldn't it be nice to like I just imagined poor old Peter like at Christmas not being able to afford like you know just a few creature comforts and stuff so I went to a supermarket and I bought a card and I just put like 30 quid or 40 quid or 50 quid I can't remember on this card and and I just gave him the card so he could so just in case you know like I wanted him to get creature comforts for Christmas I didn't want him to like I I know I don't think he was a drug addict but do you know what I mean like um you know it's kind of uh you you just want to kind of uh, I don't know, you feel as though you, you want them to spend it on creature comforts and, and for that creature comfort to not be heroin or methamphetamine. Um, so, you know, giving, giving something to a random stranger like that is a really lovely thing to do. And it makes you feel incredibly good. Um, I still think about him. And, I, and every year I sort of pick a Peter. I, I, I pick somebody who I see on my way into work regularly and who I... I have a relationship with insofar as I will say good morning. Like there's this Rasta guy who sits outside near St. Thomas's Hospital, not St. Thomas's, Guy's Hospital by London Bridge. And this year I'm going to give him something. And uh, he's just a really sweet guy. He always, he's always saying good morning to people and always saying to me, I'm always on a bike, bicycle. And he always says, you know, take care on that thing. Yeah, which is just a really nice thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise him with like a a, a loaded card for a supermarket. Um, if you are have been in this situation with me where going home for Christmas is not an option, or because you have a dysfunctional family or sort of toxic family relationship, then um, there's a couple of things that I would recommend. One is one is if you have the money or the means to do so, uh, is quite simply, fuck off somewhere hot. <laughs> That's really nice to just go. I've spent a few Christmases, um, you know, obviously you know, I'd have to have had a good year, but like go somewhere like Thailand or go to wherever you can. Like that's, that's, um, that's lovely and warm and that you can sort of get away and get away from that whole kind of Christmas thing and get away from your family or, and, and whatever you're getting away from. That's a, that's a really lovely thing. Um, get some, some vitamin, um, what's vitamin is it vitamin d someone um and the other one which is if you're more on a budget and you and you if you have to spend christmas alone um you know it's that's that's incredibly depressing can be really depressing some people really like being alone but i me you know rampant adhd i like people i like having people around i also like you know i like giving to people and stuff and so I would recommend this. I call it. I call it a waifs and strays Christmas. So if you find yourself alone, um, and this is a, a positive way that you can use social media, Facebook or what have you, to find out who else is alone at Christmas, 
and just invite a bunch of people who are all alone at Christmas and who maybe don't want to be or maybe it would be better for them not to be. And then get each one of them, to, like you plan it, and get each one of them to bring a dish. You know, somebody does, brings sprouts, somebody brings spuds, or, you know, no, you do this, spuds. Somebody brings, you know, what, pudding, whatever. Like, and you, so you don't have to kind of have the, the, the stress and the financial strain of coming up with Christmas dinner for, you know, a bunch of people. Everybody brings a dish, they pile around yours, everybody brings a bottle, um, if that's the kind of thing you want to do. And you just have a nice Christmas together with um, a bunch of people who would have been alone. And that's a, a really lovely thing to do. Um, finally, like my best tip really for now, I, I'm in a situation where my dad's dead. I reclaimed Christmas. I get to see my family now and it's great. Like it's much, much better. Obviously, there are still ghosts and memories there. But um, the way that I really uh, get through it um, in the best way is uh, is actually getting out. Uh, it, it's so inspiring, you know, on a cold, crisp winter morning or afternoon, getting outside. You know, if you're in London, if you're in a city, I mean, try and get out, get to a park, um, get to a canal, to a river, to a lake, you know, get somewhere to a wood, somewhere where you can really be in awe of nature. Even in the winter, you know, with the trees stripped back and stuff, it, there are still evergreens and you, you get to see things that you don't normally see. You get to see views because the, the canopy of, of, of deciduous trees isn't there anymore. And you get to appreciate woods in a different way. They're still beautiful when they're naked. So get out, get some exercise. The awe of nature is proven to send biochemical signals to your body to heal itself and to make you less depressed. Um, and not just the awe of nature, but the exercise, the walking also um, makes uh, you release dopamine. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a really good thing. So, um, you know, if you can, I'd, I say lean into it now. You know, I used to avoid Christmas. Now I, I, I lean into it. I'm enjoying, I'm watching tinsel go up all over the flat right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's looking great. I'm smiling. You know, everything's glistening. And, uh, and, and I, I kind of look forward to it. And I lean into it and, uh, and I make sure that I, that I get out. And um, that's it. I hope, you, I, hope you have a, I hope you have a safe and a, a giving and a, uh, a Christmas with as much love in it as you can possibly get. Uh, and also, I've got, I've got a film tip for you, which is if you've got Netflix. Hang on, though. Is it on Netflix? Oh, damn it. It might be on Sky. There's this find this film called Riders of Justice. It's a Danish film with Mads Mikkelsen in it. And it's, it, it, this is for you, only th this is for you if you like dark comedy, like In Bruges. You know, if In Bruges was a Christmas film, it would be this film. If you just, if you want Elf or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, in fact, in fact, that's my other tip. Every single year I watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and or Elf. Every single year, like without fail. Those are my two complete go-tos but i discovered riders of justice it's a very dark christmas film so you know if you want light and um you know elf and uh lampoon's christmas vacation vibes do not watch it um but if you if you appreciate films like in bruges then that would be my gift to you that's my little present for you for under the tree and uh, uh see it laugh and um 
uh, have it with my love. Have a very Merry Christmas and, uh, and a lovely new calendar. New Year is in March. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas from us at Bottoming, the LGBTQ mental health podcast. We know this holiday period can be tough for many. And if you're LGBTQ+, there can be further nuances that make it harder. Last year, in light of tightening lockdown restrictions, we released an episode called Save Me From Tears. I don't think any of us expected to be in a similar position 12 months on, but one of the great people involved in that episode was an assistant psychologist from the NHS, um, and he shared some tips that would be useful to anyone struggling over the festive period. What kind of things help you at this time, Matthew? I love a good Pixar film. Um, I think no matter what the mood... Pixar can fix it and help sort it out a little bit. So if you just need a couple of hours away or a couple of hours to just focus on something different, slap a Pixar film on. Oh, yeah. What about you, Brendan? Well, I am a big fan of walking. So just lots and lots of walks and stuffing my face with (laughs) as much food as possible. Um, Preferably pigs in blankets Oh. and um, watching my favourite Christmas film, which is The Family Stone. Oh, yeah, you did tell me to watch that, and I did enjoy it last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a lovely one. But last thing, um, there are some incredible organisations out there offering a helping hand. We've compiled a list of these on our website, so if you want to take a look, you can go to bottomingpodcast.com forward slash need hyphen support and have a little browse. But whatever you do, be sure to take care of yourself. Thank you, Tom. And to everyone listening, we hope you all have a wonderful, restful Christmas. You're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. This time of year is overwhelming. It is full of picture-perfect Instagram posts of sparkly trees and dogs with reindeer hats on and everyone's children looking gleeful and perfect and just a reminder that none of it is real and... I find myself falling into this dark rabbit hole sometimes on social media of thinking, oh God, why isn't my Christmas life like that? But I have to remind myself, it's not real. And this time of year is whatever works for you. Whatever makes you feel good. If you don't want to do decorations, don't do decorations. Zero pressure. If you don't want to do twinkly lights all over your house, because let's face it, it's all expensive as well, then don't do it. Don't do a thing if you don't want to. I know we all get caught up in the pressure of it all, but just be you, do you, remember to keep breathing, remember you are not alone. It's okay if you're not finding this time of year exactly, you know, twinkly and rosy. Lots of us aren't, and we all have moments, hours, days, even of not feeling so great, and that is totally okay but just remember to give yourself a hug i know it sounds ridiculous but honestly it does help tell yourself you love yourself in the mirror if you want to again you might feel a bit of a dick but it is you know you're worth it and it's worth it because it it helps me even though i feel i feel a bit silly but you're wonderful just as you are and whatever you do is right for you lots of love Hi Tom, as asked, I thought I'd drop a little nugget of how I get myself through the day. 
Working with teenagers every day, I find there's only so much you can say to them before they turn off and look at you blankly. But I do know that one thing I always try and tell them is, I don't know the key to success, but the failure of success is trying to please everybody. And I don't think you can say fairer than that. If you try and please everyone, you're never going to end up pleasing yourself and it's all going to end in tears. So do what you think is right and screw the rest of them. Life's too short to worry about what other people think. Hope you're good, man. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hi, Zoe Burnett here, better known as the Barefoot Rebel. Just wanted to wish you all a wonderful Christmas and New Year. And just a reminder, it can get really busy during the festive period with loads of hustle and bustle. So try your best to focus on being present instead of the presents under the tree. I wonder who's around the table instead of, you know, focusing on the food on the table. And please, please try and schedule in some time just for yourself. You are important too. And also, if conversations turn to diet culture and things like that, you have every right to remove yourself from the conversation or change the subject. It's not you being moved. It is you looking after your own well-being. You come first. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hello there. This is James Withy. So as Christmas is approaching, it can feel like a really scary time for a lot of us. You know, you might be spending Christmas by yourself or you might be with relatives, you know, that you might have had difficulties with or you don't get on with too well. And you're thinking, how am I going to get through this this period? And obviously we're all supposed to be happy and jolly, but, you know, that's not the reality. It's a time of year that's incredibly emotive. One of the things that I've learned along the way is that if I'm going to have a difficult Christmas or I think I might have a difficult Christmas, is to break down the day into really, really small chunks. So it could be that you take things half an hour at a time or even a minute by minute or even second by second. And then it just becomes much more manageable because you can say to yourself, okay, well, I got through this minute. That means I can get through the next minute and I can get through the next minute. And it just makes the whole day much, much easier to manage. But I really hope you manage to have a really lovely day. This is just a reminder that you do not owe toxic family members your time this Christmas. Make this Christmas about yourself, your well-being and your happiness. Hello, just dropping in to say hi. Uh, seasonal greetings everyone in the world. Rob Evans from Fireman's Tired Eyes, um, which I started because I was dealing with my own stuff from PTSD from the fire service. And I've turned that round to be positive. Uh, written three books to help encourage and inspire and that's exactly what I do now and I continue to do so so hopefully we can all learn from this and we can inspire each other um, you don't have to be in the services but we're here for each other uh, the more and more people can talk about PTSD mental health issues the more it's becoming um, acceptable more and more people should no, never feel any shame from it just deal with it in your own in your own way and keep uh, looking forward um, I like to do exercise and I inspire myself and hopefully encourage others and collectively we all need each other in our own different ways but be there for each other um, you will be heard there's so many more people now that are available that are listening and prepared to listen and more and more people are becoming more aware of other situations there's a lot of compassion in the in the world now after last year's um, atrocities so collectively uh, things are being more accepted so keep reaching out keep uh, talking don't ever shut down keep
keep talking to people because somebody will listen. Um, we're here for each other. We all help. We all contribute. So whatever you're doing, I know Christmas Day can be a difficult day. It is for, for many. Some will be on duty, as I already know. Um, but have your day another day. And that's the that's the inspiring part is that, so what, it's a day. Deal with it that day. Have a bad day. Make sure you look forward to having a good day. And that's the, the beauty of it. Um, it's wet and windy in Portugal today. Um, thunderstorms. So, yeah, but then soon we'll have sunshine. And that's what you want. And so there's always above that clouds, there's a sun, the sunshine is out there and it's beaming through. So my energy is infectious. I'd like to be infectious and I'm going to spread good energy and love to everybody. Um, have a great time. Um, Christmas isn't just one day. Uh, Christmas is about being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, having that, that spark of hope. Um, so stay hopeful, stay inspired by yourselves, look back and see how far you've come. Okay, good luck with everything and keep keep in touch. Ciao for now. This time of year can be really hard, but please remember, you are awesome. Hello, just wanted to wish everybody listening to this a very happy Christmas. And I think the key thing here is that a happy Christmas can mean very different things to everybody. Um, Christmas can be a time of magical joy for many people, but it can also be a time of significant sadness for a lot of people as well. And I think that that coupled with the sense of pressure and obligation that people feel to enjoy Christmas can place a real burden on a lot of people. And I think it can sometimes be a really difficult time to get through. So for everybody who's looking forward to Christmas, I'd say enjoy it make the most of it, make it whatever you want it to be. For everybody who's not looking forward to Christmas, the only way out is through. It can be whatever you want it to be as well. So if you just want to do nothing, it can be just another day like any other. And however you're spending it, I hope you manage to make the most of it and enjoy it. Hey everybody, it's Talk to Coco here. So I just wanted to say to you guys that everybody is listening today that you're worth it. I wanted to start by telling you how amazing you are and how worthy and how much you deserve to be happy this season. I understand for many of us, Christmas isn't always pleasant, isn't always happy, isn't always joyful. There's times and there's things happening in our lives that can't always be happy and joyful. So for when those times happen, it's imperative that you think of yourself first. We put ourselves forefront. Our emotions are so important. Our support system is even more important. And I guess if we can be around the people we love, do that. If you're struggling, speak to somebody. If you find it hard speaking to somebody face to face, please don't hesitate to contact myself. I am Talk to Coco. I'm here to speak to anybody. But I guess I just wanted to give you guys some words of wisdom and some words of spirit and just some joy to know how amazing you all are. And that it's okay to struggle and to keep what we can control in our eyesight, in our viewpoint this Christmas, this holiday season. Because there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of happenings at the moment. And I just want you all to know that it's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a good day. And it's okay to smile. Don't feel bad for feeling happy at Christmas. And don't feel 
bad for feeling sad at Christmas. Just think of yourself, be a bit selfish. And what I mean by that, I mean just put yourself first and remember to control the things that we can control as anxiety can be one of the hardest things at this time of year. We compare ourselves to things, to people, social media, media, etc. But yeah, my final words for you would be honest and transparent always. It makes us vulnerable, but that's okay. And just be there. Give, give yourself love. First and foremost this Christmas, my present to you would be to give yourself love. And as cheesy as that sounds, self-love is the best kind of love. Without self-love, we can't give each other love. We can't give our friends, our family, strangers, our work colleagues, just anyone we interactive interact with. So yeah, um, my Christmas message, I guess, to everybody would be just be there for yourselves and that everything's okay and just control what we can. And if you can get outside, I always say to everybody too, nature is one of the best things for the mind, just to be out, be out in the fresh air, even if it's a cold one, put your big coat on, wrap up nice and warm. But yeah, but to everybody listening, happy holidays, no matter what your situation is, um, and that you're just amazing and you're worth it and you deserve to be here. Hey, my name is Joe Plum and I just wanted to wish everyone listening a very Merry Christmas. This can be a really tough time for a lot of people, you know, with seasonal affective disorder. Winter, Christmas is a difficult time, especially at the moment with all the uncertainty, the changes with, you know, a lot of people have dealt with loss and are going to be grieving over Christmas. So if you're on your own, if you've lost someone, sending all my love, my sincere condolences, please stay strong, please look out for others and take care of yourself, give yourself all that love that you deserve and check in on one another around you because we all need to support each other through these difficult times and have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Whether you have had an eating disorder or not, this time of the year can feel so, so challenging and so impossible to navigate. You throw in this huge pressure on food and exercise and dieting, coupled with these pressures that we're feeling from modern societal ideals to look a certain way, to be a certain type of person. And it can feel like a complete and utter minefield. I totally, totally get that. And I wanted to come on today to really just remind you that your self-worth does not come from what you look like. There is so much more to you than that. And I know some of you might be thinking that sounds really wishy-washy, like it's probably fine for me. But actually, I've had my own experience of living in recovery from an eating disorder. I know what it's like to feel like there is something categorically wrong with who you are. And I now don't feel like that. I've got to a space where I don't get my self-worth from what I look like. And I have mantras in my head that really help me. But it's taken me time to get to that point. I would really, really encourage you kind of after Christmas and going into the new year to take some time to invest in yourself. That is not selfish. It is probably the best thing you can do right now for yourself. Go through your social media, create your feeds in such a way where you're looking at content that makes you feel good, looking at content that inspires you, that makes you happy. And yes, it's not about flooding yourself with those positive memes all the time, but about putting the right stuff into ourselves. Also be very, very mindful of who you're spending time with. 
I think we all have those people in our lives that we feel that pressure to spend time with, people who we feel like, oh, we have to see them because if we don't, something bad will happen or whatever it might be, the narratives we tell ourselves. But try and use this opportunity as the year kind of begins to set those boundaries. Think about what would work for you, what that would look like moving forward as well. And then finally, take some time to list every single day those things that make you happy, those things that you're feeling grateful for. Again, it sounds probably like a really basic thing to do, but it can really, really shift a lot of that thinking, shift a lot of that mindset. And within that, it helps to change that internal tape player that we all have going on, that kind of constant narration of our lives. And I know for some of you, that internal tape player will feel really, really negative. It will feel really horrible and it will feel really relentless at time. But get to a space where you're interrupting those negative thoughts with those things you're grateful for. Interrupt them with things that feel happy that maybe at some point you'll be able to interrupt those kind of negative thinking and those negative thoughts about you and who you are with actually positives about yourself, positives about your body, about what you're good at, about life generally. Like I said, I know it's hard at the moment. I know that we're being bombarded left, right and centre with different messages. I know there's this added uncertainty with the way the world is right now. But don't lose hope that actually things can shift for you, even in this really, really challenging season. The whole Christmas period can be a, a really challenging time for a lot of people. And it seems like Christmas is starting earlier and earlier every single year you know we get bonfire night out the way with and the shops are throwing up the tinsel and pumping out Mariah Carey and if Christmas is starting earlier and earlier every year that means the the worry the dread the anxiety the general negative feeling all that stuff starts earlier and earlier as well and that's a long time to carry that stuff around and there's a few things that I like to think of when I start to carry that stuff around that just kind of, I suppose, help me keep some perspective and navigate this, this time of year. And maybe they're things that will help you too. I think the most important thing to remember is that the, the shortest day is actually the 21st of December. So as we're in the, as everything around us is ramping up towards that Christmas time, we actually go through the, the shortest day, the winter solstice. And from that day onwards, every day is getting a little bit longer. You're getting a little bit more daylight. You know, we are moving closer into the light a little bit each day. And you might not notice that day to day walking around, but it's, it's definitely happening. And we tend to think of Christmas as like the end of the year, this, this dark time that we have to get through. But just before Christmas... That's when the positive change starts. And long before we kind of took hold of this time of year and just commercialised it and made it about presents and money and just nonsense and fuss, it actually used to be a really positive thing. Um, Christmas is a relatively modern concept, but before that it used to be a time to celebrate it was like a festival to celebrate the winter solstice and this this dark time of year and people were coming together in the depths of winter when the days were shortest and it was coldest and darkest and people would come together and connect as a community to just just put lights up and maybe swap some gifts and spend time together to celebrate getting through a really hard winter and celebrate the coming of the the longer days 
And there's just something nice about that. And we may have strayed a long way from that. We may have really messed that up. But the idea that that's where it came from, I find that really comforting. You know, that that's the nice stuff around Christmas. That's the true meaning of Christmas to me. And it's really important to remember that Christmas, as we know it, is a societal concept. It doesn't actually exist. And that means you can navigate it however you want to, in the way that suits you best. There are millions of people all over the world that don't celebrate Christmas like we do in the West. And that might be for religious reasons. That might be just purely because of the side of the world that they live on. But they don't celebrate Christmas at all like we do. And they do just fine without it. You know, they don't even acknowledge it at all. And they're doing great. So if they can do it, so can you. So I always try and think about setting up my Christmas in the way that suits me best, in the way that serves me best. I know I'm going to struggle. I know it's going to be a rough time. So I try and put things in place to help me to navigate that. So for instance, on Christmas Day this year, we'll be going to my wife's family. Now I'm happy to go and I can do that, but I know that type of atmosphere, that type of party environment, that's hard for me. That's going to drain my energy. And if I allow that energy to drain too low, that's when bad things start happening. So I know I need to protect that energy. So what we're going to do this year, and I've already cleared this ahead of time. Me and my wife have talked and we know that this is what's going to happen. We're going to go and have our Christmas dinner with the family. I'm going to do all the small talk. I'm going to do the presents and the lights and all that sort of stuff. But after food's finished, I'm coming home and I'll come home on my own. And my kids can stay and play with their cousins and my wife can stay and spend time with her family and I'm going to come home and I'm going to hit the couch and I'm going to decompress however I want to. I might throw the office Christmas special on telly if I'm still feeling a bit Christmassy. I might go, my go-tos are normally the Sopranos or a bit of Harry Potter as a bit of distraction. And I'll eat some mince pies, I'll do some colouring in, I'll read my book and just let that energy top back up. And that suits me. And that's not for everyone, you know. And I think if you decide to do Christmas a little bit differently and people do have strong opinions towards it, well, if they can't understand and if they can't, well, they don't have to understand, right? You don't have to understand someone's situation to show compassion for it or to have empathy for it. And if they can't show compassion towards what you would like to do, then their opinion doesn't matter anyway. But if you are struggling at Christmas... I will say this, try and get outside, even if it's just for half an hour, a walk around the block, even if it's raining, even if it's cold, feel the elements on your skin and move a little bit. Get some vitamin D, breathe some fresh air. And if that seems a bit too much, open a window and just sit next to it. And again, feel that cold air on your skin, you know, allow your body to react for it, react to it and just take a moment. If that seems like too much, just open the curtains, just let it in, just feel it through the window, you know, just get some natural light if you can. And if you're really struggling, please just reach out and ask for help because Christmas is a lonely time and we feel like the world stops because it's Christmas. But there are services and there are people that are working all over the Christmas, Christmas day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, all the way through that want to help. And those services are out there. 
And just to kind of flip that on its head, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that enjoy Christmas, you know, that this is a positive time for you and you're really, really looking forward to it. That's awesome. And I hope you have a great Christmas, too. But if you've got that energy and you can hold that space, well, now's the time to maybe check in with that friend who, you know, doesn't like Christmas because a lot of people put on the the grumpy, grinchy, I hate Christmas front. And underneath that, there's a bit more going on. And maybe it's a great time to just reach out and say, I know you don't like Christmas, but I hope you're doing okay. And whatever it is you choose to do Christmas, I genuinely hope that you are okay. And I wish you all the best. And I just want you to know that Christmas is temporary. It will pass. And it might feel like it goes on forever. And it certainly goes on too long, I think, whether you like it or hate it. But It feels like it goes on forever, but it will pass and it will be the new year and a new start before you know it. And that runs parallel with mental health. You know, whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, it will pass and it might not pass as quickly as Christmas does, but it will pass and you can be okay. And we are moving towards those lighter, longer days. We can come out the other side. Take care of yourself. I hope you're okay. Merry Christmas. Let it go, let it go, the cold doesn't bother me anyway.